Welcome to episode 5 of Consultant Speak, the podcast brought to you by Russell Partnership Collection, Europe's leading food and technology consultancy company. My name is Peter Russell and I am Operations Director for Russell Partnership Technology. I will be the host for the podcast today. In this episode, we will be speaking with Lynn Brownis, who is the founder and CEO of LB Business Agency, based in Geneva. LB Business Agency is a consulting and training agency specialised in bespoke solutions for the service industry, particularly in luxury hospitality and the private healthcare sector. I've known Lynn for a few years now, and we have worked together on various projects. We have delivered training together in a variety of different countries, including Thailand, China and Germany. Lynn is a very hands-on business consultant who specialises in the luxury hospitality sector and has over 15 years of experience with renowned international brands. She graduated with an associate's degree from École Hôtelière de Lausanne and certificates from Cornell University. After working in the luxury hospitality industry internationally, she launched her own agency combining her passions, hospitality, education and business. Lynn is enthusiastic, dedicated and has a real passion for the industries and clients that she serves. I am very much looking forward to the time speaking with her today. Hi Lynn and welcome to the Consultant Speak podcast. How are you today? Hello Pete. I am uh, I'm very well, thank you, and I'm uh, very excited to be here with you today. Oh, fantastic. Well, we're delighted to have you here for the podcast. So uh, let's get straight into it. Um, and uh, I'll go ahead and ask you the, the first question that I, I wanted to ask you. Can you start by telling me a little bit more about LB Business Agency that you set up and the work that you deliver as a business? So certainly. So we actually work with both industry, education and uh, companies within the service industry, um, definitely mostly in hospitality and healthcare. And we, we split it up into two, two different sectors or two different areas, if you will. So for our industry and education clients, we really focus on helping them improve guest and staff satisfaction by digitalizing internal learning experiences and communication. So what that really means is that we help them with the digital transformation of their internal trainings. And we do that through technology solutions, project management, and also training facilitations. And then on the second uh, or the second part, we have the, the businesses. And for them, we really help them to become the credible market leader of choice within the industry and the industry that is highly interconnected. And yeah, if you want to sum that up, it's, it's literally helping them to sell their products and services within this industry. And we do that mostly through strategic business development um, workshops or project management or other consulting services. So we do this as, um, as ourselves, uh, as our company, and we have a network of, of specialists as well with a unique know-how uh, for uh, all the different uh, projects, depending on the specific client needs. We really spe- specialize, so to speak, in uh, bespoke solutions. So it's always 100% uniquely created for the clients. So that's a bit of um, a, quick, <laughs> a quick overview. Wow, it sound, sounds fantastic. It sounds like you've you found a real need out in the industry and sounds like you've created a really supportive environment for your clients and and partners. So 
I'd be really interested to know, how did you get started with the agency and, and how did you find that whole process of, of getting that all up and running? So it's been a while now. It was back in 2016 when I moved uh, back to Switzerland. So I studied in, uh, in Switzerland uh, many years ago and I kept on coming back to Switzerland. It's uh, really my, uh, my second home country now. And in Switzerland, I decided to just start on as an independent hospitality consultant. And I took on projects uh, left and right. And uh, at the same time, uh, settling down here in Switzerland after quite an international background. And soon I really wanted to grow further. I saw opportunities. I saw the need. Um, and I saw that the, the business could grow bigger. But in order to do that, I, I needed um, other people. So I brought in uh, my uh, associate, my business associate, so Aurélien Girard-Roche, um, to, uh, to really start and launch uh, further at the business agency. And together with, uh, with Aurélien, who has really a sales and, uh, and team management background, we were able to, um, to, to survive and to uh, cruise through the pandemic. Uh, we, we, we have them on board since, uh, since 2020. So the experience, uh, to be very honest, since since 2016, I always compare it with a roller coaster. It's really with ups and downs, especially obviously with uh, with the pandemic. Um, but it's extremely motivating for me. I love the fact that I, from day one, I had to be on my toes, uh, extremely flexible, change and adapt all the time, and um, being my my own boss, uh, obviously, and starting something uh, by yourself where you have a vision and where you have a dream to making it uh, into something bigger even, and definitely, especially better. Uh, it, it's such a huge motivator, and I absolutely love it. Fantastic. Well, um, it certainly sounds like you've, you've built a, a fantastic business up over the last few years, and obviously, uh, I'm sure it's going to continue to go from strength to strength based on all the things that you were just talking about there. And as you said, you know, there's a, you know, you clearly have a passion for the industry. And obviously you just mentioned the fact that you as a business have been weathering the storm of, of COVID. So what do you think are some of the main challenges that you think the industry is going to face over the next few years as, as we move out of COVID and then hopefully edge back towards the, uh, the kind of industry we, we all know from, from the years past? It's an extremely tough question. I mean, there are so many challenges and especially with, with a pandemic happening. Um, there, there are definitely challenges that are gonna are gonna happen or that we will have to face as an industry. I believe that the most exciting ones are that first and foremost that even though now we have to stay away from each other in the sense of keeping distance and things like such, um, it's really gonna be interesting to see how different businesses industry and education are going to continue to keep the people at the at the real center of their business of their uh, school of their training centers of their uh, hotels and things like that for, for me business means means people and even though we are very very fortunate today that we have different tools and technology to to communicate through mobile computers and things like such the end of the day people is is definitely still um absolutely core and i think the second key challenge is to see how everybody is adapting to to technology uh, technology is a must especially now i think you know i've always been a big favor of uh, blended learning of technology and combining that in the industry but having said that after after a pandemic and after the last year and still being in it uh, let's be honest 
it it's just very interesting to see how people will adapt and they will need to adapt to technology. And like I said, at the same time, keeping the people at the center of their business. So that's going to be very much of a challenge, but I think the industry is ready for it. Absolutely. And, you know, as you said, I think I agree. I think the business is ready in terms of the business and the industry, I think is is definitely ready. And I think the resilience is there. And I think you made some really interesting points there around keeping people at the heart, but then also factoring in the technology side of things, the sort of the um, the combination there of the human touch and the digital touch is clearly a really important balance to get right. So I know within your business, you focus on one of the things you focus on, particularly is technology and digital solutions. What are some of the innovative technologies you've seen recently, which are supporting the industry? Well, it's it's probably without uh, without surprise that uh, it's really the combination or the technologies that can combine the technology and the the, the human elements. Um, and I believe uh, it's really it's really part of my vision. It's that people are at the core of a business, and that is either staff or employees uh, or students. When we talk about education. And I love the technologies that combine those. So that's really the type of technologies that allow for blended learning, meaning the face-to-face element, but at the same time uh, using the benefits of uh, technology, such as, such as the fact that uh, you can communicate when you're still at distance. Uh, we've seen it a lot now um, with the pandemic. It's, yes, the activities in terms of uh, how people are working um, is a lot less. You know, hotels have have had to close down. Uh, some have to reduce uh, huge, um, uh, drastically. Obviously, their 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 staff and employee numbers. Operations sometimes had to be closed, depending. Um, so with that, you know, you might feel like okay, but all the training and everything is stopped. But in reality, it's really the time that training needs to be continued, and also not just training, but the discussions with colleagues that they are uh, remaining to be in touch and and connected with one another so technologies whether that's mobile learning or or blended learning or more focused on on community when it comes to content and news i think those are definitely the type of technologies that are that are innovative and that are exactly the ones that we need uh, nowadays so a beautiful example is with with rpt it's also uh, definitely a type of uh, technology that i absolutely feel is innovative and brilliant for the industry it's whereby you combine real life examples and experiences for the students to to really practice and to learn and to see how how things are and it allows to save time because i think if you were to try and train such such topics about hotel operations or revenue management you try to do that on a face to face basis solely and um, purely based on, on written content, for example, it would take so much more time, whereby through a simulation program, one, it's way more fun to actually learn. And second of all, it, it saves also time. So I think that that's also one of those uh, type of programs out there that are innovative and, again, just absolutely needed uh, within the industry, also to bridge the gap, because there's there's such a huge gap between the knowledge of the knowledge that that students when they graduate actually have and the actual experience that they might need when they get into the industry. So RPT is an example, um, but there are definitely also some uh, some other ones, like I mentioned, the ones that are innovative and focus on people and at the same time take the advantage of technology. For sure. And I think I really um, like the point you mentioned about the focus on 
keeping communications open and I think obviously as you said that's even more noticeable at the moment with everyone working remotely it's really clear to me from all the things that you've said so far that you kind of really you have a really wide skill set a really wide base of of skills and, and knowledge and experience so I'd like to take a, just a, a brief step back to um, sort of life before the agency for you. So I'd be really interested to know what jobs and roles did you have prior to setting up LB Business Agency and how did all of that build up your current skill set? Certainly. So once upon a time, when I, when I graduated back in the day, Afterwards, I started working for uh, mostly luxury hotels. Um, I started off in Asia. So I worked for Raffles, Kempinski, and Fairmont mostly. And within those properties, as I was uh, mostly in Asia, quite quickly, it was, it was needed for the staff to be, to be trained, starting off with, uh, with uh, English, with just a question of language. But also, secondly, in terms of the, um, the service towards the, the, Western, the Western culture. So it's a question of the type of clientele that was coming for those hotels. They were obviously, uh, or not obviously, but not all of them were, were Chinese or locals. So a lot of them were uh, from, from a Western background, uh, whereby in terms of service, you know, it's, it starts with the chopsticks and the knife and fork. So, so very quickly for those hotels, I was, I was quite quickly put into training roles um, and really focusing on learning and development. So I think that that's also secretly where the whole start of my, my love and passion for learning and development came from. And I think what I learned there is also really the, the eye for detail, but also the care for people. Um, it's such a people's business. And yeah, that, that's just absolutely brilliant. Um, and it's also at the core of my business today. It's um, everything is, is focused on people. And what happened with that was um, from time to time, I would have uh, time on the side. And what I did was I was, um, I was uh, helping smaller uh, companies, uh, mostly like restaurants or bars or um, other type of companies. I, I cannot uh, mention any names, but uh, at that time, there were several companies that would also hire me for just purely training again for, for the staff. So that's really where the, the training, I think, uh, came from. After that, I worked for hotel schools here in Switzerland. So I worked for Swiss Education Group, uh, whereby I really saw the, the gap in terms of knowledge between the education and industry. Um, again, my, my passion for learning and development was, uh, was established there as well. And after that, I worked for uh, HOSCO. So it's... Um, leading platform for the hospitality industry in terms of recruitment. And I was at the time uh, responsible for their school partnerships worldwide, uh, where I definitely learned a lot about business development, account management. Um, and again, at the core, the relationship, um, the relationships also, especially in terms of making sales. So if you, if, if anybody knows me, they, they know that I'm not a hardcore salesperson. It's not my approach. I always focus on the relationship and who's behind it and just simply looking for solutions. I don't see it as, as selling things. I see it as um, solving problems for people. And I think that's definitely um, yeah, another experience that really taught me, uh, taught me very well in terms of uh, what is the priorities for, for a salesperson and obviously also as a, starting up uh, your own business. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, we hear a lot of from people across the kind of hospitality and the, the wider service industry 
you know, in terms of that background, it's a, it's an incredibly varied background that you've had. And, you know, if you went back and tried to map it out at the start, it, it would, um, it would probably wouldn't have looked this, the way it does, but, you know, clearly clear to me, all the things that you've done have built up to, to give you the skills that you need now to do what it is you're doing at this moment in time, which is fantastic. And I think just like to move on and, and look at some of those elements related to, to training as well. So, and um, for those of you listening, Lynn and I have actually traveled the world together delivering training, uh, as Lynn alluded to earlier. And I know that you have a real passion for exploration. So I'd be interested to know what regions, what regions of the world you're currently working in and where do you hope to deliver projects when the world starts to open up again after, after COVID has gone away? So I definitely hope to be back in a plane sometime soon. Uh, that's definitely for certain. You're, you're right when it comes to the exploration elements. I've I've traveled a lot and uh, my background is definitely internationally as I lived in so many different countries. Uh, so my background is also mostly in Asia. And I know that, um, and, and you know that we travel mostly in Asia and Europe in terms of uh, the trainings that we do. In terms of our agency, however, we, we have decided uh, to focus more within Europe. There's a, there's a big need uh, within Europe. Uh, our, um, our focus is definitely on there. Um, having said that, we're also based in Switzerland. We are a bilingual company, if you will, whereby we focus on the French-speaking area and we can combine it with uh, with our English. Uh, so we're definitely, in terms of agency, we're more focused in Europe. But when it comes to the, the trainings, uh, those trainings uh, will always remain uh, quite internationally. And I think due to my background in Asia, the focus will will remain there as well. Although if you if you wish to put me on a plane uh, to to Africa, America, or anywhere else in the world, definitely give me a call and uh, we'll we'll have a bit of a chat. Absolutely, and um, yeah, I like you cannot wait to get back on a plane, and I know it won't be too much longer, and then uh, we'll be back doing all those wonderful things that we were all doing uh, before COVID hit. Just thinking now in relation to those training events and um, things that you mentioned, I'd be really interested to know how. How has your experience across the hospitality and service industries guided the way that you, you know, that you work with and alongside people when you're delivering teaching and training sessions? Yes, it's a very good question. I think, I think I mentioned it several times, and I, I think it's really at the core of the way that I, I run my my business and the way that I envision the industry as well it's that it's it's always focused on on the people so i love when it comes to trainings to adapt the trainings for every single individual that is there to really get to know them uh, to understand what they're looking for what they need and at the same time still uh, remain focused obviously on on the group itself and create a really fun experience i think training should be fun um, i believe that it is fun uh, although some make it a bit too 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 boring, so I like to uh, always uh, make things, yeah, very enthusiastic or or uh, lightened up. Uh, I think that's definitely key, and I believe uh, that most people are always very interested in my my past experiences. So whenever I can give an example of uh, of my experiences wherever it was, um, that is definitely um, brought into the training as well. But at the end of the day, it's it's really what do the people, what do the people want to get out of their training uh, when they step into a, a room or when it's online uh, in an online environment? But what are they looking for? And I would love to help them to actually uh, make sure that they get out of, um, they they get it out of it uh, by the end of the trainings. 
Fantastic. And yes, and I know from all the things that you've just said, you know, it's it's really a core thing for people within hospitality. The the sort of continued development is a is a really key factor. So, you know, and like you say, the giving your experience when you're delivering teaching, learning and development is a really good way for people to understand and sort of actually then take on board those difficult concepts which you're teaching. So following on from that in terms of your passion for learning and development. And just to mention um, another thing which you and I are working on together, which is an online training course focused on networking for hospitality professionals. So I wanted to ask, first of all, why do you feel this is such an important area to develop training for? It's a good question. I remember when I was, uh, I would love to tell a story. Okay, I'll try to keep it short. But uh, the story is, is that from a very young age, I learned the advantage of networking. And I remember that I was around 17 years old and I was looking for a part-time job in Beijing. And I had my, uh, my, my dad who definitely, he didn't push me, but he highly recommended that I would call the GM of a hotel to just ask him for a part-time job. And I was freaking out. And that was really my, the, the, the first lesson, uh, I believe, that I received when I came to networking. And ever since then, all of my jobs, literally every single one of them, um, I, I was able to get those jobs through uh, networking, through context, through uh, not, just, not just using context. Um, I don't like that or the, the way that it might sound, but really in terms of knowing who to reach out to and creating relationships and also having a very strong uh, reputation that is just excellent so that um, you always get recommended or referred as well. So in terms of my my jobs, that was the case. And when I started my business, in terms of clientele, it was the exact same thing. So all my clients, I always got through word of mouth. So I believe that whether you are you know, working as an employee or if you are in a business, it really doesn't matter. But if you're working in the industry, especially when it comes to hospitality, it's an extremely interconnected industry. So the more that you are aware of networking and how to do it and work your way around it and the more at ease you are so that it's actually natural and it doesn't feel like you know just getting a contact uh, that is definitely a key skill that I believe will always help you to advance in your career and on top of that I also think that um, it's a type of soft skill that that is needed Uh, it's relationship management in the end it's really knowing uh, how to how to work with people, how to be with people, and how to make the most out of uh, those kind of relationships. So I think overall, it's something that I'm passionate about because it helped me so much. But also throughout my experience in the last couple of years and having given um, workshops at uh, universities, for example, about networking, it is so clear that it is something that is not easily learned uh, or easily taught either. And still, there is such a big need for it. So that's why I feel um, it's very important. Great. And I, I couldn't agree more. And I think you're right. It's, it's such a powerful skill. As you say, it's, it's about networking. You know, when you're looking for a job, it's about networking within your job. It's about networking with clients, with partners. So the skills that you learn are so sort of uh, useful across different areas. And like, I think the way you phrased it there in terms of saying with it being a soft skill, it's it's not necessarily something which is easy to pick up. And if, you, if you've never been taught the, the basic mechanics of it, then, then it can be really tough. Now, I, d- I did mention that this is an area Lynn and I are working on, so I will put a link in the description for the podcast to, uh, to register interest on in what's being developed there, if that's, um, 
if that's piqued your interest on what we were just talking about. Um, now, just one one further question, and I don't want to put you too much on the spot in relation to networking, but you mentioned how powerful it's been for you in terms of your career uh, and all the things that you do. Um, if you could give you know one or two tips to people about networking and what's worked well for you, what what would you say? So in terms of networking, I think the key is really to focus on creating relationships with, with people within the industry uh, without a certain goal or a specific timeline, whether you're, you know, the day that you want to start networking because you're looking for a job, I think you're already too late. Uh, that's always an example that I said. I think networking is something that needs to happen naturally, ongoingly, uh, by really focusing, like I said, uh, on creating those relationships and not just creating them initially, but maintaining those relationships with people. It, it, it's an ongoing process. And you never know. Sometimes they might become your employer, sometimes a client, sometimes a partner, a supplier. Sometimes it's just somebody that can give you some industry insights. Sometimes they even become friends. You never know. But at the end of the day, it's always a question of networking is ongoing. It's about relationship with people within the industry. Absolutely. I uh, I couldn't agree more. And what a, a perfect way, I think, to to finish off our time together today. I've really enjoyed the conversation on all of this. It's very clear to me how passionate you are about hospitality and the service industry, which has been really fantastic to hear about. I could certainly carry on talking all day, but I'm going to bring things to a close and say a big thank you for your time today. So, Lynn, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Pete. Thank you very much. It was great speaking with Lynn today, and we spoke about her full background across the hospitality industry. This included her early career roles based in hotels, where she developed her expertise and enthusiasm for learning and development. This moved on to her time with Hosco, before then setting up her own business, LB Business Agency. She discussed her core areas of focus in terms of technology, consulting and training, She also spoke about her passion for networking and how she is working to build up learning resources to assist others across the industry with this essential skill. Thank you all for listening to episode five of Consultant Speak. Please do subscribe and give us a five-star rating as this really does help our podcast be found by others just like you. We hope you found this podcast informative, educational, and that it has made a positive impact to your day. Thank you very much and goodbye.